Welcome to Healing Body, Mind, and Soul, empowering self-care, self-healing, and self-mastery for a better world. Here's your host, Ariel Asher. Hello, hello, everyone. Thanks for dropping in. This is Healing Body, Mind, and Soul, and I'm your host, Ariel Asher. Today, I have the honor and privilege to be here with my friend, Jennifer Bates. Now, I am so excited to have this interview today because not only is Jennifer a wonderful artist, and she'll tell you a little bit about how she works with animal spirits, but also she is going to be one of the co-authors in our fabulous anthology, Empowered Self-Care, Healing Body, Mind, and Soul for a Better World. And I couldn't be more thrilled. Jennifer, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Great. I would love for you to share with our listeners a little bit about your story. Tell us about your work and how you got started in it all. Sure. So my story started, I would say, about 2015 when I was working in the corporate world and trying to raise kids. And I have two beautiful kids, a son and a daughter. And I was just in survival mode for so long. And one day it just clicked. I have to do something. So one day I decided to quit my job working in the state judiciary, which I actually really enjoyed, but I was missing out on my kid moments. And for me, it was a time where I quit a job and then I had some relationship difficulties and I found myself at a crossroads of where do I go? Where do I find meaning in life? And the world of spirit animals actually popped into my life. Basically, I turned to art therapy, my own art therapy, where I actually went to school, if you backtrack me here, I went to school for fine arts and illustration um, before I got into my desk job. And I ended up quitting that job after 10 years, finding myself going, what is going on? (laughs) And with a diagnosis with depression and postpartum still being part of my life, um, I turned to art again after a decade of not doing any art. And of course, when I turned back to art, the first thing I did was a mandala. So a mandala is basically one of those intricate designs, if you're not sure what that is, of patterns, like a circle that goes in a pattern for those who are not familiar with that type of artwork. And I would do these beautiful circle designs, sacred geometry, it's called. And my first one, a hummingbird popped into it. Intuitively, I would do these artworks and I would just let go and do active meditations and active meditations, really a meditation that you're aware, but you're not, you kind of zone out. And my hummingbird came in and I was like, what is going on? Because I would try to draw other animals and it wouldn't stick. I would erase it. And then the hummingbird kept really loud coming through my clear senses. And ever since... I've been drawing totems and power animals. And just to backtrack, a hummingbird, (laughs) my first experience and taste of spirit animals is all about joy and sweetness of life. So for me, it was a great experience to go, why am I drawing these animals? Intuitively, I was always an intuitive artist where I would draw 
realistic items, but they would pop up. I would only draw what I felt called to in my heart. And ever since, wherever my crossroads were in my life, an animal would pop up through these really neat designs. So I started researching and studying totems and power animals. And it led me on my path to establishing my path inspired, which is my passion. It's my art business slash workshop business, teaching people how to connect to power animals, how to live more inspired, empowering life through this wonderful process of connecting to nature and animals, which is really a lost art. So I'm so privileged to take a time in my life where I was finding what is going on (laughs) and actually (laughs) finding meaning through it, through my own self-healing, helping heal others through teaching about the animals. Because I went through a crash course and so many different mentors and coaches with different animals, including I um, mentored with Mr. Stephen Farmer, um, which is an awesome author, by the way, too, that did the Spirit Animal book. Um, So I'm so thrilled to be here because my story is something that it lights me up because I was able to get through relationship drama and trying to be that mother and that self-doubt and not knowing what self-care was to finding it through the animals and nature. So that's, that's really the the short story, (laughs) the sped up version of it, where I'm here today to, to actually teach people and to basically encourage them to explore the breadcrumbs nature leaves because there's always signs that echo and mirror back to us of what we need if we only look and find it. So I'm kind of like that person's like the animal communicator. I communicate to people's spirit animals, but I help them find them. I don't always tell them because that takes some of the fun out. So if it's a totem, I will actually give them tips on how to find their totem. There's other ones we can get into more detail on later on where we talk about spirit animals and how they come in because there's so many different terms for it and different varieties of animal helpers out there. So that's why I'm here today. Awesome. I I love your story. Can I share a little bit? Sure. I, I love your story. I am blown away. I didn't know this part of your story that the first um, symbol was the hummingbird. And I tell this on... Um, on a lot of my episodes, um, and I t- and I say this a lot. Um, my grandmother was a collector of hummingbirds, and so hummingbird is a really powerful and strong um, symbol to me since her passing of um, her energies. And um, and um, that's amazing to me. I love that you love um, hummingbirds, and I love that the little tenacious hummingbird w- wouldn't leave you alone until you oh, brought yes. it manifestation. They're really tenacious. I have some magical stories of um, hummingbird energy, and you know, um, I was doing a um, I was doing an, a spirit animal meditation with my um, with a meditation group I'm involved in, Jennifer, and you might find this funny. But um, I had a spirit animal come up, and I didn't really like that spirit animal. <laughs> I'm just making fun of myself because it was my own self sort of resisting some help that I was getting, you know. And, um, and I kept going, that's not a very cool spirit animal. I'll tell you what it was. At first, I thought it was an otter, but it wasn't an otter. It was a beaver. And I thought, oh, my God, a beaver. What the heck? 
And, um, and, and so for several months, I spent time with um, beaver energy and did all the research I could on um, beaver energy. And actually, it was the beaver energy that finally got me on board to do this book project. It's so ironic, right? But I just wanted to, um, to say that, that Sometimes you don't always, you know, I didn't think that the beaver was a really sexy totem animal, but it turned out to be really, really helpful to me in my process, you know? Oh, I, I love that because I'm going to piggyback what you're saying about sometimes we will find that we find spirit animals that come into our life or even our totems, which are usually ones that we're always attracted to. And they'll come up as our shadow animal. So our totem and power animal, they're all relatively the same. And our, our podcast today, would, I would go into lecture with days, <laughs> but went into the differences and all. But the important thing to remember is every animal has a symbolic quality that mirrors back something to us to discover, to reevaluate, to know ourselves better. That's why I love working with animals because they're a mirror to us. They're, they're not judging creatures usually. Um, they're not the, the human ego monkey brain, we call it, but they actually will mirror back. And such as the animal, I had this question, actually in my Facebook group, what if I don't like the animal that comes up? It's such a great question because some people aren't willing to be like you did and evaluate and see what, it, what it's about. So like beaver, as you found out, is probably about that hardworking, but it's also about grounding because they're earth creatures. So if you ever look at an animal, you always look at what does it represent? What does it look like? What are the colors? What does it do for its, its life purpose? And that animal is a grounding force. So it helps to remain grounded yet keep you propelled to move forward. But some people get into the mindset of, oh, like if they have a spider, for example, an insect or a centipede that came up for me before. We look at this animal insect bird and we might not like it but sometimes the shadow aspect for those people doing shadow work to go why am I denying an aspect of this animal inside me why does this animal bother me because usually if there's something that bothers you within the animal that you're seeing it's reflecting back a quality or some kind of medicine they call it Native American terms that you can incorporate into your life to better accept who you are it's all about that self-love so when those animals oh, come yeah. up, even when it we took don't me really a moment. care, yes. uh, I was I was okay when I thought it was an otter at first, but the fever, I'm like, oh, what is it with the? Because I have quite a few. Um, I had had some experiences um, with some meditations and things before, and I got to tell you, the rodents are not my favorite, right? So, <laughs> um, but things that I did learn um, about beaver, if uh, my audience doesn't mind me just sharing. Um, the beaver is so industrious, a little bit radical and contrary, um, right for their for their own will, will well being and a real sense of community and um, co creation goes into um, beaver energy. So I embraced a lot of the qualities that I that I um, learned about, but it took a little bit of digging, and I got a little um, cartoon picture of a, a kind of a funky little beaver and he had like a hammer and a hard hat and he looked like yeah and I put it up on my desktop on my computer so that I could be amused by it and um 
and that he would make me happy instead of <laughs> instead of the water rat that I was envisioning. That's just my ego brain, right? I mean, that's just the part of me that's you know that's um, ew. I don't want to um, deal with something that's unfamiliar to me. But but once I got a little bit deeper into that and embraced um, some of those qualities, it was really helpful. And with a little more digging, and this is so ironic, I'm tattling on myself. Um, in Native American astrology, it turns out that this is actually my animal. <laughs> so oh, that's amazing. Even funnier when I started mm-hmm. digging deeper into more of the tradition and seeing what it was about. Um, I'm like, oh, it's actually my astrological um, sign in some, in some systems. So that was really, really funny. Are you a healing practitioner, teacher, trainer, or coach with a huge message of self-empowerment, healing, or transformation that you want to share out to the world? Then we invite you to join our amazing self-care book project. Visit somasoundtherapy.com. It's time to show up, speak up, and stand out. We are looking for co-authors to join our book opportunity entitled Empowered Self-Care, Healing Body, Mind, and Soul for a Better World. For all the info, just visit us at somasoundtherapy.com. Are you ready to be heard? Do you that, have that's, that's great. Contrary, do you have any contrary animals or any any funny stories like that that you can share with our readers about something that popped up that you weren't expecting? Yeah, actually, I, I'm gonna uh, reflect on one thing you said real quick. You said that it came up in your in your astrology when you did the Native American. One thing that happened to me also with bear, bear was one of mine. Um, when you find animals start popping up like you did, like beaver, and then all of a sudden you do a little digging and beaver pops up again. Usually those synchronicities are showing you, you are getting verified by this animal. This is a sign for you. Um, some studies say you have to see it four times. Honestly, I say if you see it a few times, it's verification enough. But for me, yes, I had bear come up quite a bit. And in my Native American, where Virgo falls, it's the bear. And bear, for me, is actually also a totem for me because it's a very earthy. I take on the qualities of that bear sometimes being that mama bear. And they're very, again, another earth creature, nurturing. They're about their, you know, their cubs. And Again, once I started digging in, I started finding synchronicities. Bear kept showing up over and over. It might be someone saying the word bear. It doesn't always have to be a visual. A lot of people get hung up on the visual part. It can actually be seeing a bus drive by with like Smokey the Bear on it. Like here in New Jersey, we have Smokey the Bear on the bus. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's a bear again. It can be any animal. Or it could be an animal like the, here's a good one for me, the woodpecker we have a woodpeckers here the redhead woodpeckers and i was going through a pretty tough time communicating with a family member and the woodpecker actually came up to my window and started knocking on the window and what we were discussing was opportunities for growth in our relationship and he was knocking on the window as we're having this discussion and there's no bugs in our windows. I can't say I have termites. <laughs> He's trying to get the bugs. <laughs> and he was literally knocking on the window. And then later that week, I had confirmation again, a magazine. Who do I see first in my magazine? There's that woodpecker. So again, those animals, if you only pay attention, that's what I teach people, is to actually look for nature, look for those signs. It can be something heard, something seen. Look at your senses. 
And usually you get confirmation once you start seeing these animals start giving you those little energetic vibrations into those symbols that come through. I love it. I love, love, love it. I um, I also love your artwork. So um, I have been, um, it's just beautiful, really. It's so colorful and vibrant. It's very full of life. And it reminds me a little, I have a friend who does um, Native American peyote stitching, and she does all kinds of beautiful animal patterns as well. Similar work to yours, but but different. And something that struck me is that she always says the reason the reason that it's good, Ariel, because she has very simple very simple design. It's her taste. She likes it very clean, very simple. And she goes, but each bead is a prayer. It's that energy that you put into it. And I would love for you if you could just take a moment, tell us a little bit about your process. And um, I know you make jewelry, and you've also got some other things um, that you do, but. Um, but what do you do with these animals? Tell us about your actual work. That's a great question. And I love that story. And my process is similar. Mine are more detailed. Um, my paintings will take anywhere from 30 to 40 hours on a 10 by 10 inch canvas. So mine is pointillism or the dot. It's like, stipula, like you're stippling. Oh. So I will actually do the modella first, the circle design with all the intricate designs to it. And I think about the colors it needs to go in. So I work on thinking about what chakra energy to bring in. That's your energy centers that have colors. And I think about what energy, what types of shapes, sacred geometry I should put into this. So there's a lot of layers of symbolism in my artwork. So that's the process. So I start with the outward design. And then I really do sit down and meditate with a piece. And I basically, I call it channeling. It's either however you want to say it prayers coming in channels coming in and I will get like the images in my head pop through and then I just start sketching it out that's when I start doing the dots so it really is I call it a collaboration with my spirit team I love saying this because I'm not yes. doing this alone I know I'm not but they are using my my talents and my art ability to create these wonderful pieces so I love that I'm able to work with my guides and animal helpers that come in I, I always kid I'm like they're getting in line here's the next animal popping up because here's tiger and here comes another animal because those animals just start popping into my artwork do you have to tell and, them one at a time hey guys know, take a number sometimes I feel overwhelmed <laughs> <laughs> they're in line and it, it's great and then I add the Reiki energy to it so I like to incorporate the alchemy I call it so I talk about the chakras I talk about the different elements that go into the piece itself is it an earthy animal is it a bird for air element because what's going to happen is once I get done doing this one series with my totem animals I'm hoping to make a wisdom card deck I'm not actually hoping I will <laughs> you will but I can see it, it clearly it's a process I can see it floating in your space there your guys oh, yeah. are trying to like <laughs> they're depositing it. And your artwork is going to make such a, such beautiful um, beautiful pieces. It almost to me when I um, when I'm looking at it, it's almost I don't know if you're familiar with the um, the Voyager deck, um, yes, it's a row deck, but it's got this beautiful stained glass window um, um, as the centerpiece on the back of the deck. And when I see yours, I see what I see your pieces. To me, it might even be dragonfly. Like, I, it's just what I see. I don't want to project anything, but it might be yeah. your dragonfly. I've looked at a couple of your pieces, but um, 
but I love, um, yeah, your deck is coming too sweet very quickly. And yeah, <laughs> it's getting there. A few yeah. more animals have to pop in yet before I can release that and get that established. And then I'm working on of course, well, the, the symbolism book. Three years, honey. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I don't think you have to go do it today, especially since <laughs> each piece is, is taking, you know, a good 30 hours of your time. And, yes. and it, they're, they're, um, they're sacred pieces. They're coming through um, with spirit. You know, each one, you can't rush you can't rush these. You can't push the river, right? <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> That's what my beaver taught me anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so um, what else can you share with our, with our um, listeners about your process? Do you have anything coming up? Any classes? Anything that's going on in your neck of the woods? Yeah, so basically right now, of course, I'm working on my section for our collaboration for the book. I'm so excited for our self-care. Oh, I'm excited. And that's dear and near to my heart, obviously. Um, but in addition to that, I am working on, here in New Jersey, I'm already starting to book workshops. I have one booked for September. I'm booking them out towards the fall to give me time. So I like to have my different seasons to develop. Winter, I go inward. I follow the flow of the seasons. I do all my research for my totems, my power animals, and do just just download all that great stuff. And then come spring, it's usually launching new paintings, launching different things, doing all the writing and brainstorming. And then summer is like manifesting and harvesting. So for me, it's really about setting the my different projects in a time frame. So workshop I have in the fall, I'm looking more um, wisdom decks. I'm always doing different things as you can see <laughs> I'm all over the place but I love it because I'm not stuck on one project I can bounce and yet I always flow back refreshed to that first project I left off on well, so it's if I really work, a yeah. testament to your work that you are following spirit I am um, for years I would struggle with myself because people are going oh Ariel you've got your fingers in so many things and I'm like or, or they would say oh Ariel you're um you're all over the place, but I'm, but I'm not, I really only do a cup in my, in my world. I only do a couple things that I really focus on, but I just, you know, I do all the pieces. I do all the pieces that are necessary. And it's a real Testament to your work, Jennifer, that you're following spirit and that you've really embodied um, your path. Um, and you're such a good example to everyone else. I love what you're doing with the spirit animals, with the totem animals. I love your artwork. How can our, how can our listeners um, get a gander at this wonderful stuff and maybe get some of this stuff in their hot hands? Can you give us sure. information? Yes. Um, I have a website right now that has all the links to my social media, Facebook and Instagram. It's, of course, mypathinspired.com. It's that www.mypath inspired.com so my path inspired was the business I started in 2015 and really I didn't start relaunching it until 2018 where I started doing the workshops and now developing them for online use that's another project I'm working on this year is I'm going to have an online class that I'm going to launch sometime before I'm hoping the fall that's my goal but this is the year to launch that course Um, I'm probably going to stick to Udemy the Udemy has a lot of online courses and there's not a lot out there for the totem spirit animal teachings. So I want to be one of those people that help people find that in addition to courses like Reiki that's on there. 
um, but www.mypathinspired.com. And I also have a Facebook group for anybody that likes to join. It's called My Path Inspired by Tella, T-E-L-A, Talloweaves, T-A-L-I-S-E. Now, Tella Talloweaves is my spiritual name I go by. It's my pen name. So for all my writing and all my art, that's how I sign it. Um, I picked up the name last year through a channeling I was doing, and it stuck, and I looked I actually researched it and Tella came out as gift from God, the meaning, which was beautiful. So I'm so dedicated to like honoring source and um, Talloweaves was beautiful water and water, even though I'm earth sign, water has always been flowing. It's always my passion, always drawn to the water. So it, it just fell into place. I have this beautiful name for this contribution to this book. And this is the name I use for the business, my path inspired by Tella Talloweaves. So that's, that's me. <laughs> Wonderful. So all of the information will also be in the show notes below, as well as a little bit of your story to pique our listeners' interest. And if you want to reach out, please do so. And um, is there any um, super tip you want to leave our listeners with before um, we sign off today, Jennifer? Um, my only tip is if you're looking for spirit animals in your life, all you have to do is ask. They can't, it's like our guides. They need your permission to come into your life more actively. So if you're looking for, say, you're going through a tough time, you need more balance in your life. You can just say, please send me through dream or through vision or whatever your method is of receiving your information. I say dreams, if you're not sure, please send me a sign through dreams. And more likely, you're going to start seeing animals pop up more or whatever guides that you're seeking. Um, just then setting the attention is the first key to finding your breadcrumbs, I call it, of this universe. So if you set those intentions, be ready to receive. You just have to be open enough to open your eyes and look. Open your eyes, open your ears, open your And heart. your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. That was such a juicy time. Thank you so much for taking the time to have this conversation with us, Jennifer. For all of our guests, don't forget those links are in the show notes. If you'd like to reach out to Jennifer or get some of her fabulous artwork to have for your very own. So that's been it for today's episode of Healing Body, Mind, and Soul. I'm your host, Ariel Asher. And until next time, happy healing. Thanks for joining us for the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul podcast with your host, Ariel Asher. Today's program has been brought to you by Soma Sound Therapy and the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul Network.